It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hard-hitting analysis of one of the greatest games on earth. We're talking rugby league. This is Running It Straight on SCNZ. It's straight here until four o'clock. It's uh, Sam Hewitt alongside Tony Kemp, and uh, we're going to dive a little bit into this Warriors saga. Kempy, I just want to start with um, obviously Reese Walsh leaving, and I said this all afternoon with Steph. You know, I don't think anyone is going to criticise a player for making a personal choice, like being closer to family, or you know, um, if there's a, a, a family circumstance that needs addressing. And no one's going to fault a club for you know letting a player do that rather than saying no, nope, you've got to stay here. That that to me isn't the problem. The problem is when you when you zoom out and you look at Reese Walsh, you look at Matt Lodge, you look at Ewan Aiken, Nathan Brown, who have all used that personal family excuse. But then you look at Peter O'Sullivan, you look at Gus Gould, RTS has left and you see that macro environment, there's, there's, there's something going on. There's a problem. There is a problem at the club with these guys leaving and going away and not wanting to be here. Yeah, and you can't keep brushing it under the carpet. You can't keep saying, oh, there's nothing wrong. You don't know the personal circumstances. Like, everyone's got personal circumstances. Um, but, you know, it, it happens once. It doesn't happen four times. Like That's the thing. Within, within, within eight to ten weeks, you're losing. Actually, it happened five times because a coach went too. Correct. You know, so... I think the problem, especially in the Reese Walsh um, incident, is if you, like you said, you you rewind it. It was about eight to ten weeks ago. People had said that he'd already signed for Brisbane. Mm. Like that was the comment that came out, and Correct, that's yeah. when everyone went on the right. What's going on? And then it just tried to it was tr- tried to be swept under the carpet. And even Reese got up when it got too hot to say, "No, no, I'm coming." You know what I mean? And the, I guess. The big problem that you have is that, and I've said this on the breakfast show, like you you can't keep treating people like they they're just nobodies. You're you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're they're not dummies, and they they actually do their homework and they they listen and and they've they've kept all the facts that, that go along with the story. And then all of a sudden, when you say, "Well, you don't know the the issues," well. Yeah, we do know the issues. We we know exactly what's going on. Just come out and like come out and say it, yeah, and then we're say we're going to move on. Yeah, we're not, we're absolutely not fools. And I think that's probably the thing that annoys me the most is that you get told one thing one week by the club, and then the next week it's completely different. And um, we we basically get told that we don't know what we're talking about. Um, and then it comes out too much say that we knew exactly what we were talking about. You know, and you know they always say with his. Um, you know, with his what is it with his flames, with his smoke, this fire or whatever. You know, when that generally, Reece, yeah, when, when that Reese Walsh, <laughs> unless it's Walsh, a bucket of steam, <laughs> that Reese, like the thing is, a lot of people knew that Reese Walsh probably wasn't going to stay at the Warriors long term, right? Like he's a superstar player, he'd get courted by a number of big clubs. We sort of, I think, a lot of people I spoke to 
thought, okay, we may have him till the end of his contract, 2023, but then we might lose him. But they were okay with that, knowing that, and then they get taken on this ride, Kempi, and I think the biggest thing is that we get taken on these little rides, and we get told different things by different people, and different stories come out, we hear different rumours and all that sort of stuff, and that's what frustrates you, because you just want to know the truth, and you just want to know why a player does or doesn't want to be here. Yeah. I mean, you're, the, you're the one paying for your game day ticket, you're the one buying the jersey, you're buying the memberships, you're, you're a sponsor, you're giving money to the club, we're the ones doing that, and we're doing it you know, trying to support, you know, and we want them to support us. And for and for me, it runs deeper than that. You know what I mean? For One, the fans, they need to be respected. Mm. Like, they're your brand, you know. At least the owner's got the money and buys the club. But if you've got no fans, mate, you've got nothing. Mate, if you've got no fans, it's Saturday Club Football. Exactly. So, you know, you've got to respect your fans and they and then... You know, the thing about the Warriors fans, all right, a lot of a lot of middle to poor lower socio side people that don't have any money put their hands in their pocket every weekend to go and support the Warriors. I mean, it's the biggest day out for them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So you've got really loyal fans, but don't treat them like that. Correct. They just want to be, they just want to, they'll support you. You saw that on, you're sitting second bottom of the table and you fill the stadium out. They'll support you. Mm. That's fine. But I think what everyone's a little bit annoyed at is the is the smarty pants comments and the you don't know what you're talking about, stuff like that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, and I'll say this, the recruitment is average. If you filled a Kiwi team for the last 20 years all right, with the majority of the players, and this year you get one bloke who's who's sitting there as 18th man, there is a problem. Yep. There is a problem. Kids are coming through the pathways, they're not representing the club, and they're not getting into that national side. Let's hear from Cameron George. The press conference was at 10 a.m. this morning. Kempe was on the call. We asked him some good questions, so I'm going to play a few of the cuts out now. So firstly, um, Cameron George was asked, how do you stop these players or players at the club leaving their contracts early? Two things. Uh, obviously, we've got to we've got to make sure that the values and and everything that we instill into our pathway programs wants those guys to live and breathe being a, a warrior campy. And secondly, and it's pretty simple, is win, so they don't want to leave. Uh, and that's what that's what we need to achieve. And I think you know from the hats that you've worn in the past, both at the club and, and air, elsewhere in rugby league, um, winning changes and turns a lot of things around. And, and that's where we've got to get consistently good at. And that's something that um, we need to start again next week when we play Parramatta. Is that is it as simple as that? Those two things, keeping players. No, at the club? no, it's not. <laughs> One, you need a good. You, I, I truly, honestly, believe in values. I think that you know, that's your moral compass has to be right. But your moral compass of your footballer, generally, generally Kiwis and Polynesian players are really loyal. You got to do something really bad for them not to be loyal. Yeah, but we can't even get that right. Players are, you know, and chance. Um, Nickel Clockstead is a prime example. The kid wanted to stay at the Warriors, yeah. except they wouldn't they wouldn't pay for it, and he went and got a good contract at Canberra. Now they're paying overs to get him back. Same thing happened to Roger. All right, when he was playing schoolboys out here at, at Bruce Pullman Park, the Warriors thought they had him wrapped up and signed, and then O'Sullivan and Sydney City came underneath him, offered him what he was worth, which is a bargain. Mm. I still talked about Joseph Swaley getting hundred, you know, getting two hundred fifty grand against sign for the Warriors. You know, for four years as an 18-year-old, people saying, he's got a million dollars for four years? Is, is, mate, that's stupid money. That's a bargain. Yeah. The kid's worth, the kid's worth $600,000 this year. Mm. You know what I mean? So you've got to understand recruitment. And when you're talking values, pathways, and winning, that starts with your kids and your clubs around New Zealand. You know, and I'm an advocate for this. Every kid that plays in New Zealand should want to go to the Warriors first, not to Melbourne. Uh, totally. And I, said, I was saying this to somebody else um, via Twitter. I said... 
you know, the big, one of the big problems we face here is that if you go to a high school kid that's playing rugby and you say, oh, you know, you want to come to the Warriors, chances are they'll probably look at it and go, no thanks. But if you go to them and say, you want to come to the Melbourne Storm, it's a yes 99% of James the time. James Fisher-Harris. You know I mean? James Fisher-Harris is playing in a competition up with Hone Harawera mm. in the far north. All right? Dylan Brown. Okay? Kids coming through school up there in Northland and they don't even make it into the structure. Mm. You can't see them. Tamari Martin's running around for two years in Waikato. And is he worth coming to the club? <laughs> Mate, seriously, if you can't see what's wrong with your recruitment, like Phil Gould said, you got rocks in your head. Yeah. Okay, let's play two more quick cuts before we get to the news. The first one was when Cam George was asked about um, letting Kiwis go. I'm assuming it's letting Kiwis go from the New Zealand rugby league system. Yeah, look, it's something we've got to, we've just got to really ignite is the recruitment uh, through the pathways and develop those players into the club is, is what you're getting at. Um, recruitment, our biggest issue in attracting players here in normal circumstances. Obviously, people, um, are, you know, have the thought of living in New Zealand or living overseas to play and work um, is always a challenge for any young family. We're dealing with young men here with young families most times and and they've got a lot to weigh up but um, the people that do come here uh, they really enjoy it so um, you know it's it's a balancing effect that we've got to get right Um, but what gets it right is winning ultimately and and that attracts good people here and good players here. And then another one I just want to play for you quickly Kempi is when you asked George if it, it is a recruitment issue what we're facing at the moment. Oh I think it's 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 probably more a form thing Kempi um, and and obviously you know, we, we've got a number of Kiwis in the team and uh, Tongans and Samoan and um, Australians as well. Um, but, yeah, look, it, it's it's something that we just need to f- get a flow on from our, our junior pathways and development, and, and that's for us been absent over the last couple of years. So we hope to really see that um, occur over the next couple of years, and, and that's something, you know, I know you, you wish to see really strong in, in New Zealand, and, and so do we. So... Um, as you see, you've got Chans coming back and you know, that'll continue to inspire young kids in New Zealand to, to come into the pathway system and, and try and play NRL either with the Warriors or obviously one of the other 16 clubs that will be out there next year. Hold that thought, Kempe. Hold that thought. We've got to take news. We'll get your answer after news. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.